listen, Alex, pass the stuff and William, come on, come on. Don't be stingy with the cranberry stuff. No, I'm working on come the biscuits on. right now, man. Working on the biscuits. Where's the gravy for the biscuits? Yeah, listen, can you pass the turkey? No, not Uncle Turkey. I want the real turkey. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, Alex, and happy Thanksgiving to everybody gobble, who gobble, comes to gobble, tell the YouTube. damn story. Yes, here we are. Chris and, and boy, Alex, getting ready. <laughs> Stuff so Alex, turkey, I, I, cranberry sauce, apple pie, eggnog, oh, you yeah. name it. Yeah, I got to have a little some, 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 some. And yep. maybe some seconds. There we go. Yeah. So yep. uh, Alex and I were thinking that um, we might try and perform a public service today. Uh, and have yes. a special episode to tell the damn story for all you creatives that you might want to listen to on your drive or your bus ride or your cab or your train ride to the family gathering, especially... If you're going with some foreboding. Yes. Not five-boating <laughs> now, but foreboding. Yes. You know, because Thanksgiving can be a beautiful holiday. Or it could be seeing those relatives you only see once or twice a year that ask the awkward questions and make things terrible. Well, we have, we have hope for you. Yeah, we, we have, have hope for you. For we, you on the other hand, are in serious time. trouble. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So now, things are always not always negative on Thanksgiving, right? No. Talk to me about your your uh, how you see Thanksgiving, well, Alex Simmons. I'm going to do that, but I just want to quickly ask you. You know, did you do anything interesting this week? Did you have any moments out there that you want to just share with us for a couple of seconds here? You know, anything fantastic? Anything remotely amusing? <laughs> My lawyers say not to comment. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, oh, gag order. Well, huh? <laughs> we saw uh, we saw the magnificent Jim Brewer live uh, last night. Uh, he has a residency in a bunch of different uh, comedy or theaters uh, around the tri-state area, maybe a little further out as well. And he shows up uh, about every three or four months, and we have been trying to see him as often as possible. And he was genius last night. We're talking about a comedian, right? Yeah, he's a comedian. Yeah. Long, was Long Island based. Now he lives in Jersey. Um, but we still so love. He, he talks about his wife. He talks about family life. He talks about his children. You know, doesn't get into any of the stuff that we should be avoiding for Thanksgiving. Yes, right? that's true. That's true. That's uh, true. So it was a lot of. It was a fun primer to uh, to hear him. You know, um, he did open up and say, uh, you know. Any of you who are easily offended, leave now. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> and he proceeded to explain. He says, you know, when we were kids, we could say all sorts of terrible things that you can't get away with now. You can't. I'm, I grew up in the 80s, and, I, and that's him. I grew up in the 70s. You grew up, I don't know, the 1910. I grew up, yeah. Um, yeah. And he's like, we were programmed a certain way, and now, you know, all of a sudden, we're asked to be reprogrammed. Can't happen. So, <laughs> if you're easily offended, leave. And he started talking about, you know, he doesn't hear words from those people who are easily offended anymore. He just hears, uh, like the sound of uh, if you have a full balloon and you pulled it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he was saying it was coming from a part of the anatomy. So oh. that was a come to. That was a comeback line. All the rest of the night. Um, 
Now, we won't be uh, challenging sensibilities quite as uh, severely, but we will be talking about real strategies that creative people can use to deflect the worst aspects of Thanksgiving, relatives, and enjoy the best aspects of Thanksgiving. <laughs> if you're driving or traveling to your family now, we're here to help you. We can, you can do this, man. We can do this. Brothers and sisters, we're going to get you through this with a few pieces of advice. That's what's happening. Yeah. First one is don't leave your house. Uh, well, yeah, you know, sometimes you, you, that can't happen, right? Sometimes. Oh, I mean, if, the, if they're coming to you, huh? Yeah. You know, if they're coming to you, then, then there's, no, there's almost no way to hide, right? Yeah. You might need this as you're cleaning up and doing this and you know, all that sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that happens. Um, and sometimes you go into the family's house, right? And uh, listen, you just have to defer, deflect the bombs, right? You know, you know who it is. It's your uncle. It's your brother-in-law. It's your sister-in-law. It's you know that smart-ass nephew of yours. You know that guy. Uh, could be the patriarch, oh. right? Yes. Or one of the those. ones who are not quite thrilled with how your life is going. Yes. 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 You know, yeah. let's let's start with the creative question. Right. The person who, you know, does not care about your creative outputs is so. <laughs> how's the book coming? <laughs> or the art? How's the art? How's the movie career? Are you still acting? Yes. <laughs> you got to look that person right in the eye and say, yeah, it's really great. But. Under contract, I, I can't talk about it. Yeah. Even if you don't have a contract, because <laughs> that'll make them crazy, and they'll they'll then you turn around right away and ask about them. People always want to talk about themselves. You, so you say something supportive, like, "And you? How are all the kids? Everybody off parole? That's so nice for the holidays. <laughs> something positive, you know? You gotta be positive." <laughs> oh. you know? Yeah, that'll that'll get you in good with them. <laughs> and Agnes, you are doing great with that new hip. Look at you, girl. Yeah, yeah, really. Now we just magnetic? talked about your wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. That now, I always find it interesting. That animal print is you, Aunt Agnes. Yeah, really. That's it. <laughs> leopards are in. Purple leopards yeah, are in this year. You should uh, probably wash the blood off it first. But you know, it looked good, girl. I'm always I'm always curious too, because you know they will. It's like the for me throughout the years, it's it's and I I know this is not PC, but it seems like there are guy questions along that line. And then there are lady or girl questions that come along that line. You know, Pray tell. Well, most of the guys that I knew during those holiday seasons that I would run into either friends or, you know, I didn't have a lot of family members I had to deal with, but definitely a lot of friends or co-workers would always be. So you're making any money. You know, I know you want to write and everything, but, you know, what's a real job? You got a real job, you know? And they would always come at it from that. Are you making money or do you have a real job? I Whereas got an the, answer for that. Yeah, well, good. What would you, what would you say to that? Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Henry, yeah, I'm making money. Listen, you need something to take care of? I can take <laughs> care of it for you. Listen, it's got to be between us, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. yeah and you I'm don't think good. they would come back and go, yeah, how much can I get from you? Because the mortgage is coming up. Listen, listen, bro. It's not that kind of money I can, you know. 
I, the, feds, I, okay. the feds have been watching. I can't really be spending a lot right now. But listen, yeah, man, really, yeah, but yeah. It's okay that we're talking because I'm hardly ever bugged these days. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what what do you do with this this one? This is another good one I used to get. Acting, yeah, yeah, you know, I was into acting till the wife had the kids. I have one for that. I have an answer for that one. What's your answer? I used to say, really, whose kids? Because <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, it's a cooperative process here, you know? So I ask that question again, then I'll answer. Okay. Hey, so uh, this acting thing, you know, uh, God, I used to be an actor, too, until uh, until the wife had the kids. Yeah, yeah, that's when she started acting, right? Ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's terrible. We are going to be causing problems and things yeah, we will get more all over the country. Time than ever. Yeah. <laughs> but you just say it quiet, you know, you say, oh, yeah, yeah that's when she's on. Mm -hmm. You know, or you acted. <laughs> that's not what she said. Yeah. Oh, well, so you're going you're gonna to stay on that track. I would say, no, I'm not. not. I'm going there. positive. You were in acting. Positive. I guess it didn't hey, work listen, out for you. <laughs> listen, I, I know you're 73, but it's never too late. <laughs> you know, I hear there's some openings in the mail DeLorean. You can go ahead, bro. There you go. Um, you know, how are you in how are you in armor? They're looking for a new Tony Stark, are you? <laughs> yeah, Robert Downing dropped the ball, right. <laughs> He's like, you know, he had to do that snap and he was gone, bro. So, that was it. He didn't um, know it. The contract was over. Yeah. So, uh, other questions you have? No, no. Well, no, I, I told you. Right, I, there's another area that we have to talk about. What is right? that? There's always, there's always that political person. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And they usually search you out because your politics are opposite theirs. You know, and they want mm -hmm. to gloat about whatever. Right? So, should they ask you, hey, well, how about that thing? You know, whatever it is. It would probably be the uh, uh, impeachment investigation or something now. You know, like this, oh, first, first, blow your voice. I'm not sure why you're upset. It's a holiday. Everything's okay. Don't worry about it. Listen, you're with family, at least this year. So, <laughs> ooh, okay. so we, well, shouldn't we just enjoy the beautiful family that we have legally for now? Um, you're terrible. You are you sure you're you're giving thanks this season? Oh, I'm giving thanks. I got lots of to thank be thankful for. Sure, sure, sure. But you know, um, it comes from <laughs> it comes from uh, long years of training. You know, uh, growing up, uh, I knew what Thanksgiving was according to the commercials. You know, and according yeah. to some of those specials. You know. Happy Thanksgiving, Charlie Brown, and all that sort of stuff. But that was not look. That is not what Thanksgiving looked like in my house. Really? So, okay. Yeah. Thanksgiving was um, like getting a big family in a small apartment littered with landmines. That was <laughs> yeah. You know, and it was uh, it was mostly my mom. My mom is uh, she was a queen of melodrama, and she loved. Oh, she loved that. Had special. her own series, huh? Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving specials. Yeah. Oh, so okay. So it would be okay. a two-parter. Two-parter. You know, yeah. And, the, you know, whenever you have a two-parter, the first one has to end on, a, uh, uh, like, a downbeat cliffhanger. Yeah. So yeah. somewhere during Thanksgiving, she would find a reason to fire us all, you know? How, fire you? As fire, in, fire you from out? the family. We've get, I've gotten fired from the family many a time. 
And many of you out there who are driving now and you're giggling a little bit, you know you got fired from the family sometime. This is, this is, this is where we bond, and then I'll tell you how to avoid it. So, yeah, one time um, we, <laughs> we had a, 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 the only nephew at the time, right, only kid in the, around the table, and he was, you know, single digits, right? So uh, he asked my brother for some mashed potatoes. So my, so my brother gives him this microscopic little dash of potatoes, and he starts going, I'm saying, can I have any more? And my brother goes, you want more? Sure, you can have more. And proceeds to pile up the whole bowl of potatoes. Oh, he like, creates like a close encounter of third kind size <laughs> potato pile. And my nephew is laughing and delighted and everybody's having fun. And my mom comes out of the kitchen and freaks out. They're not taking the holiday seriously. They're not taking these mashed potatoes seriously. Can you just believe that sentence? Cannot you? They're not taking the mashed potatoes seriously. Barney, that's it. I can't do this anymore. That's it. Oh, my goodness. And then we would get fired. And the whole idea was, you know, Thanksgiving is the end of November. So we'd get fired and we'd have to make this big reunite the family, you know, and make a big fuss about her to it, write the ship. In a certain in, amount of time, right? Yes, in time for her birthday, December 10th, you know? Ah. So <laughs> it was a big dramatic uh, uh, ending to Thanksgiving, followed by, you Part know, this, two. Yes, and there would be the, uh, will they reunite? Will they not reunite? Who's saying, hell with it? I don't, you know what? I, I'm going to take the unemployment. You fired me from the family, I'm filing for unemployment. Everything's fine. <laughs> and then we'd have to do the whole uh, birthday thing. Or else we would not save Christmas. See? So it was kind of like a holiday miniseries in my house. Wow. So when I say how you can avoid uh, uh, holiday doom and gloom, I speak from wisdom. I speak from hard experience. And you, too, can survive the holidays. I, I have to jump in here before I tell any of my stories. I have to jump in here and say, <laughs> yeah. Uh, for those of you who are going, what the hell are they talking about? Uh, often we've said on the show, and, and quite often I, I know Chris has said it to his students, I've said it to mine, that who we are as creatives, as writers and so forth, uh, we sometimes don't make sense to our family members, our friends and loved ones, because our minds are working somewhat differently than theirs. Oh, yeah. And right? all you creatives out there have experienced the same right? Thing. And then the other thing is, you know, so, A, you have those experiences that we've, we've talked about and will continue to. But then you also have, where the hell do story ideas come from? And one of the places is from your life. My oh, goodness, yeah. from your life, from your experience. These things, which we never forgot, never oh, will, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. it will pass on whether people want to hear it or not, are some of the fuel that we go to in order to create characters, plots, scenes, you name it. Oh, because yeah. My, it's rich. It's a rich, rich pool. My ear for dialogue, my sense of humor, such as it is, um, my uh, willingness to go to these kind of uh, stories, it all comes from you know where I grew up and how I grew up and the family around me and all that sort of stuff, does not mean I love them any less. Mm. You know, it doesn't. It just, you know... It's just wacky. what was. You know, I had, um, God rest her soul, I had this great aunt. She was my mom's sister. And um, 
they grew up in the same tiny apartment in the Bronx, but you know, she married a guy whose business did really well. She moved out to Connecticut and caught an accent. Oh, did, oh, but, like, yeah, no, no oh longer a Bronx accent, but another, you know, very, and I loved it. It's, it's, it's part of what made her her, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, she has shown up in a couple of uh, uh, stories that I've written, and as a matter of fact, I did a tribute to her. Uh, she didn't act that way, but her, uh, it was a, uh, a play on her name in the Blackjack uh, yes, yes. Trial by Fire story. Yeah. So I do love her. So you know, but um, there was you know it was a narrow road you could travel with her before you got you know you offended her. You know, and uh, I remember one time she was, this might have been a family Christmas instead of a Thanksgiving, so excuse me for mixing holidays. But um, I was little, I was like five or six or seven, you know, just learning vocabulary and just learning vocabulary words. So um, she used to have my mom, her sister, try on the gifts that she got because Pat, my mom was so tiny. My mother would lie to say she was five foot tall. She was never in her life five foot tall. Right? So that would be a that would be a ridiculous exaggeration on her part. Um, Yoda, Yoda was taller than her, but we'll leave that alone. Um, so uh, one time, she's hopefully your mom the... didn't talk that way. No, she didn't. <laughs> she talked like this all the time. Unless the phone rang, then she said, "Hello, oh, yes, geez. hello, good to talk to you, Mary." <laughs> but anyway, your um, mom. So yeah, so. They were trying on this. It was like some kind of plaid long skirt and all that stuff. It looked great. It looked fantastic to my five or seven-year-old eyes, you know. And uh, I, Lorraine, you know, my, my wonderful aunt, says, what do you think about it, Christopher? <laughs> so I'm trying to say it looks extravagant, right, or expensive. But I'm not really remembering all my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. So I just remembered the definition. So I said, well, it doesn't look cheap. Oh. <laughs> she only heard that last word. Cheap. And yes, yes. man, did I get a speech. Holy oh, cow. <laughs> uh. So like I said, landmines, it is what it is, right? Yeah. So, you know, you have to, we all know we're, we're, we're that kind of, you know, whether we have that kind of family or whatever. And I spent a lot of years getting tense before holidays. But that doesn't help it. And if you're traveling to your holiday get-together now or if you're getting ready for it in the next couple of days, being tense about it, that doesn't help you, doesn't help them, doesn't help anybody, right? Yeah. Except your family for who they are. Yeah. I, I, and, I and, would have to say that, you know, for, you know, because my family was much smaller than what you're, you, you, you experienced. Um, I had my mom and my grandmother. And my grandmother, uh, because of her particular religion, did not celebrate Christmas or Thanksgiving. So most of my Thanksgiving experiences, excuse me, JW, yep, 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 yep. And so most of my holiday experiences, end of the year holiday experiences, didn't involve my grandparents, which was a big part of my family. So my mom would try and, you know, do what she could, just the two of us, because, you know, my, for those of you who don't know, my father wasn't in the picture. So mom would, would fix a meal. And, and, you know, you talk about loving, 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 loving your, your family. And yet, <laughs> okay, so my mom could cook basic stuff, mm-hmm. basic, basic, basic stuff. But I don't, I don't think in my, my mom could burn basic stuff. Yeah. Go well, ahead. see, yeah, <laughs> my, mine didn't burn things, but, um, I would just say that there was 
and mom, please remember, you know I love you like crazy, you know. Uh, both, yeah. There was there was not a memorable meal in my recollection at all. <laughs> yeah, not one. And and unfortunately, although I do remember chicken or turkey in, around Thanksgiving, I remember that. But I, I remember looking forward to stuffing because there's, yeah. there's not a whole lot of things you can do to stuffing. And mm-hmm. usually stuffing was good. And I wanted to avoid the vegetables at all cost because <laughs> there was two problems with them. One was the source of the veggies, which was Del Monte. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can them okay. up, baby. Can them yeah. up. And even before it was PC to go organic or fresh and all that, even before that, I knew that Del Monte string beans and okra had never been real food. <laughs> you know, whatever they took out of the can had, had never really been grown in a garden anywhere. Not sure where they got it. Then you so, wonder, I, I wonder whether, you know, there was Area 51 <laughs> and there was Del Monte green beans. And we never saw them together. You know. Yeah. So I always wonder. <laughs> yeah. Are you growing that stuff? Oh, just wait, the, the Del Monte people are writing a comment below as we speak. Yeah. That, you know what? <laughs> Do it. Because you know from which I speak. <laughs> you, you either know, had, you know you what had they Del were. Monte canned food, canned, canned vegetables, and I use the word loosely, mm-hmm. or you had uh, bird's eye frozen foods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know people, I know where you're listening to this, but these right. are two. Well, those uh, were company. fancier because they came in a package. Well, they they came frozen, which right. makes you think like, hey, maybe at one time they were fresh, That's right. and then they were frozen to keep the freshness. You know, but they would you take them right off the bit, field and throw them in the, ch- in the ice chest. When you fit into <laughs> anything that came out of the Del Monte um, uh, vegetable, green vegetable cans, yeah. If yeah. anything like that was watery and mm-hmm. it almost had no flavor. Oh, so, yeah. That's where you learned – the value of the salt and pepper shaker and yep. butter. Yeah. Really, what you were trying to do was just eat the salt, pepper, and the butter <laughs> on on the green beans. Yes, I, on the green fake beans. Fake it out. Fake on the green. <laughs> that's, that's right. And okra. Right? Um, if no one's looking, you'd even try ketchup. Well, anything. anything. <laughs> I was sure. I was sure. Gravy. Plenty of gravy. Please, yeah, please yeah, make yeah, yeah. make a separate bucket of gravy <laughs> so we can we can drown everything on the plate. But, you know, uh, again, it's mom and, you know, it's just mom and me. And the first couple of times that she she asked me about something and I made the mistake of being honest, uh-oh. you know, but here's the thing. See, it's I don't know how you deal with it. You can deal with somebody snapping on you, somebody coming at you, somebody yelling at you. You know, you got a place to put all that. Right. It's the hurt look. Oh, yeah, that's what. Oh, man. Oh, I felt like such a, a skunk, such a rotten oh, human yeah. being, even as a kid. And I'm going, oh, yep. Yeah. So after a while, Thanksgiving was, okay, it, can we have cream corn? Because there was so much sugar in the cream yeah. corn. You know? Figured, <laughs> hey, it's not oh, that yeah, bad. this is good, Mom. This is good, right? You know? And you, you eat. That was half eaten already. Yeah, you uh, eat the turkey or the chicken, <laughs> whatever it is. You you pile on the stuffing and the gravy, and 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 to make it super special, super super special, we throw on not food, not not more food, but Mighty Joe Young, the oh, original yeah. Mighty that. Joe Young movie mm-hmm. with Ben Johnson and all that, and and it usually came on in the afternoon because it was always a holiday special thing. It usually right, right. In the afternoon around three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So from three o'clock in the afternoon until sometime around eight o'clock in the evening, those five hours, that was Thanksgiving. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd have the parade on television. That'd be okay. But but from three to five or so, or three to eight, yeah. that was that was prime Thanksgiving time. Well, for me, um, the morning, uh, ah. about nine o'clock, uh, March the Wooden Soldiers come on. Oh yes. And yeah. when I was a but kid, watch, my, did you watch that in your PJs? Uh, yeah, I was when I was a kid and and sweatpants as an adult. <laughs> uh, doing PJs. Um, <laughs> My father would be up, so we'd watch it together, and he knew lines, and he knew all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's that kind of stuff is useful as well today, yeah. you know? Like, if you go to creative, you go to Thanksgiving, someone tries to talk to you about some kind of topic you don't want to talk about, oh, what do you think about those blah, 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 insert name of politician there? You just look and go, bah, humbug. <laughs> or... If you want to go more towards the day, just saying, oh, Ollie. Yes. The wooden soldiers. Yes. No, I asked keep for singing that song until Uncle Somebody walks away. No, I'm telling you, I asked for <laughs> 500 soldiers at one foot high. high. Not 100 soldiers at five feet high. How can I give this to my children? Oh. As I just do. Right. I, I think that's a good technique. Just keep uh, uh, deflecting, uh, quoting deflecting. lines. Yes. Right? Yep. Uh, or I'll call him Silas Barnaby. Oh, ah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, too much of fun here, people. But yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I wanted to talk to you about uh, you were talking about the cooking and your mom's cooking. And I said my mom couldn't cook, uh, but my father could. Mm. You know, so he did most of the cooking and uh, he was good at turkeys. They always were uh, a little juicy and that kind of stuff. Um, but his stuffing was amazing. He had his own recipe for his stuffing. Mm. And I committed a, a horrible sin. Uh-oh. Uh, I looked at it, and I wouldn't eat it. And I didn't taste it until I was married at age, I was like 24, 25, when I finally gave it a try. And it was amazing. Spectacular. Amazing. Spectacular. Okay. And it is uh, besides that, and cranberry sauce on your turkey, uh, my father's stuffing is the thing that makes the holiday. Now, mm-hmm. my father has been gone almost 20 years. But we have the recipe. And uh, my brother-in-law or my wife or someone, you know, uh, they try not to let me in the kitchen, uh, <laughs> will cook that, you know, that exact recipe. So you get... Um, a sensory flashback, you know? So, mm-hmm. uh, another thing to do is to accent those kind of positive things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's always someone you're glad to see spend a little extra time with that person. Uh, what's the, what's the element of the Thanksgiving dinner that you need to have? Like for me, cranberry sauce on the Turkey and my father's mm-hmm. stuffing that kind of makes the meal. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, biscuits and that kind of stuff, sure, all that stuff, but everything else is negotiable. But those three items are fantastic. How about you? What what do you absolutely have to have? Well, I'm I'm still stuck there. I'm still stuck in stuffing. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, good stuffing. You know, I was never like a, as a child. I was tons of gravy because I was trying to cover up that Del Monte. Well, but, yeah. But as I got <laughs> into my teens and and from that point forward, um, 
if the turkey the turkey's good i love turkey you know i i, I like the skin on the turkey as well because i know people they will tear the skin off and throw it away um but the stuffing and and i do like the biscuits I do like biscuits. If you if you make them from scratch, that's one thing. That's great. Otherwise, I want those dinner roll things that you can you can bake. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, those I like good. that soft. I love that soft oh, yeah. inner yeah, texture. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. great. Little cranberry sauce on the side, you know, and then a few slices of good turkey. But it's it's stuffing. It's still stuffing. Yeah, now yeah. I will tell you, as a child, I would wash this all down with eggnog. Because see, the eggnog, yes. Eggnog was was like the, that was a candy on the table, you mm-hmm. know, liquid candy. And no, that was the that was the bourbon in the eggnog. Oh no, see, I didn't get that until I was <laughs> like nineteen or so. I didn't I didn't get to spike the eggnog. <laughs> My idea of spiking at ten was nutmeg, you know. Oh, so that okay. was oh wow, okay. it's got that little bite to it. Wow, this is this is really cool. I'm an adult. No, you're not, kid. But when you, when you get to be 19 and then someone puts a little bit of, you know, alcohol in there, it's like, oh, oh, this this has a different effect, you know. Oh, yeah. But it's still it's still stuffing cranberry sauce and, and a little bit of sliced uh, turkey is great. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and we bring that back to writing or to storytelling yeah. because all of that is, you know, the more senses you use, yeah. the better. So even even if. The other elements of the holiday are not going right. You can do a, 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 a creative exercise in that you're uh, in, it's really paying attention to the taste, you know, and, and filing those away for some stories. Also, this, the, you were you, in talking about taste and all the, also aromas. Yes. Aromas are great memory stimulators, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and if you can, if you sometimes catch a whiff of something, you go, your mind starts flashing because your memory is immediately going, where have I smelled that before? What was right. happening at that time? And again, so whatever information you absorb when certain things happen to you, they're packed away in there. And sometimes oh, yeah. you catch yeah. that scent again, you can rekindle those moments. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. Um, uh, Thanksgiving is particularly special to me. Uh, my mother, uh, around when I was around 18 or so, she went into a nursing home because of her health, not her age. So it was, it was really kind of distressing that, you know, it's something like, I think she was like in her late 30s, she wound up in a nursing home. But anyway, so as the years went on, her, her physical health became poor. And I, eventually I got married and, and I had uh, two boys and then we had our daughter. Our, so our daughter's the youngest. And it was one Thanksgiving, I would go to the nursing home and get my mom and bring her home to our house for Thanksgiving every year. And one Thanksgiving, my daughter was maybe about five or six. I think she was five. And my mother had lost her hearing, and she was legally blind, and so it was very difficult to communicate with her. And so I had a lot of little hand signal tricks. I'd sometimes write a letter in the palm of her hand, or I'd tap her as an acknowledgement for something, or I'd tap a certain number of times. And, you know, I would do this every time we went to visit her or when I would bring her home for, you know, for Thanksgiving. So this particular Thanksgiving, we've got the table, you know, set up. The the white tablecloth is spread out. The turkey's dead center of the table. We've got the vegetables and and the gravy and the cranberry sauce and the stuffing all in separate little dishes sort of surrounding the turkey. The plates are in their proper area, the forks and knives. And I'm naming all this because I'm taking all this in in, 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 in my view. I can see it. 
I can almost see where everybody is situated. And my mother is at the far end of the table because mm -hmm. she's in her wheelchair. So that's the, that was the most comfortable place to put her at that spot. And she's saying something to me. And just as I'm trying to think of how do I communicate from this distance to answer her question, I see my daughter go up to my mother and proceed to tap her arm and, wow. and write an, a symbol in her hand that answered the question. And I never, yeah, I'd never spent any time teaching her this. I had explained to her, this is why I do it with my mom, but I'd never shown her any of these moves. And for that moment in space and time, I just watched my daughter communicate with my mom and my mom respond to her. And it made that whole moment, that whole evening, that Thanksgiving, the most special one that I can recall. That and, one moment. And, and it's those, it's those kind of things, the human moments, mm -hmm. that r makes us continue to go back, you yep. know, and it makes, you know, a holiday, you know, uh, this holiday different than every other Thursday, right? <laughs> or whatever holiday you're experiencing. There's um, above everything else. These holidays are a celebration of humanity in all its forms. And the best you can do is embrace the sights and sounds, the smells, the tastes, the failings, the flaws, the mm -hmm. adorableness, the blessings, because it's all on display. And this is, to quote my mother-in-law, this is the life, right? Yeah. No matter what else, and, and to get caught up in all that other stuff is, is to miss those opportunities as a creative to bring all that in and let it serve your creativity. So and life is a chronicle. Thanks for it. Yeah, absolutely. Life is a chronicle. It's, it's, it's a, a huge, it's, it's like volumes of encyclopedias, you know, before uh, CDs and DVDs, because every chapter of your life is, is in this chronicle. These moments are particular pages in an extremely long story uh, from beginning to whenever end comes. And so ultimately, there are going to be special places in this chronicle where you turn down a corner of the page because you want to go back to that. There are going to be special moments that you should definitely make sure you have placed in that chronicle that you remember and that you go back to or that you share. Because it's really just a series of chapters in a life. And, and I know that for certain there are many I could respond, uh, refer to now. But a number of them have wound up as moments in some of my stories, whether we're talking, you know, Archie or we're talking Blackjack or we're talking Sherlock Holmes or we're talking a couple of film scripts I've worked on. These these characters, these moments, these emotions, uh, some of the 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 locations, uh, the foods, the scents, the sounds have found their way into stories that I've told. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, again, it feeds us. And figuratively and literally, it feeds us these 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 moments. And I, I would only add that you mentioned that you know you, you take these things in to go back to them la later. You can go back in your memory, and you go back in your creativity and in your imagination. But nobody has figured out how to rewind time itself. Mm -hmm. We only get a certain amount of time with all these people. Yeah. What I wouldn't do for one more Thanksgiving, sitting at the same table with my father. Mm. You know, uh, we had different politics and he thought I was the dreamer. You know, he thought I felt things too much. 
you know, is a hardened uh, New York City cop. Um, and he might have been true about all that stuff. But he was a good man. And um, a lot of what I am comes from him. But, you. you know, 20 years, I haven't been able to sit at the table with him, you know. And watch him, the greatest thing was watching him interact with his grandchildren. And yeah. Nadal, to be able to see them as adults would be a, a magnificent thing, you know. And there, you know, we could continue, you know, my uncle, grand uncle Jimmy and all that stuff. And, you know, my mom's in a nursing home now. She's not going to be at the dinner table. And um, I have, as you might have heard this episode, more difficulty with her. Uh, than with my father, you know, but um, to have her back in full capacity would be something to see, you know. So, yes, some of these people can be annoying, but <laughs> they are, you know, they have the experiences that you've been sent. Mm -hmm. So embrace them all, live the experience Take notes. Uh, yeah, take notes because eventually you're going to tell the damn story and all of it comes from life. Absolutely. Okay. Well, have a great holiday. Yeah, great holiday <laughs> to you too. You too. You know, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, I won't get to see you during this holiday, but I definitely hope to see you before the next one. Yeah, me too. That okay. Would be great. Yeah. Um, so, again, everybody, I hope this got you uh, some things that you needed for this holiday. And uh, peace to you. And thank you so much for being part of. Uh, our life and our family. Right, so definitely. Best to you. Yes. Right. Okay, take care, buddy. Peace, everybody.